Hey, thanks for joining me. I'm Steve Durer. We're going to be reading Luke chapter 5, 12 through 26. And here's what's going on here. Verse 12. In one of the villages, Jesus met a man with an advanced case of leprosy. When the man saw Jesus, he bowed with his face to the ground, begging to be healed. Lord, he said, if you are willing, you can heal me and make me clean. Jesus reached out and touched him. I am willing, he said, be healed. And instantly the leprosy disappeared. Then Jesus instructed him not to tell anyone what had happened. He said, go to the priest and let him examine you. Take along the offering required in the law of Moses for those who have been healed of leprosy. This will be a public testimony that you have been cleansed. But despite Jesus' instructions, the report of his power spread even faster, and vast crowds came to hear him preach and to be healed of their diseases. But Jesus often withdrew to the wilderness for prayer. One day, while Jesus was teaching, some Pharisees and teachers of religious law were sitting nearby. It seemed that these men showed up from every village in all of Galilee and Judea, as well as from Jerusalem. And the Lord's healing power was strongly with Jesus. Some men came carrying a paralyzed man on a sleeping mat. They tried to take him inside to Jesus, but they couldn't reach him because of the crowd. So they went up to the roof and took off some tiles. Then they lowered the sick man on his mat down into the crowd, right in front of Jesus. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the man, Young man, your sins are forgiven. But the Pharisees and teachers of religious law said to themselves, Who does he think he is? That's blasphemy. Only God can forgive sins. Jesus knew what they were thinking, so he asked them, Why do you question this in your hearts? Is it easier to say your sins are forgiven or stand up and walk? So I will prove to you that the Son of Man has the authority on earth to forgive sins. Then Jesus turned to the paralyzed man and said, Stand up, pick up your mat, and go home. Immediately, as everyone watched, the man jumped up, picked up his mat, and went home praising God. Everyone was gripped with great wonder and awe, and they praised God, exclaiming, We have seen amazing things today. All right, maybe you're familiar with that story of the paralyzed guy going through the roof. Uh, I don't know if you've heard that before, but uh, if you've been around the church at all, that's kind of a bit of a familiar one. Um, but Jesus is just, uh, dude is cool. <laughs> he is just cool. But he does things that I just, I mean, first of all, that first story, what does Jesus do? He encounters a man with leprosy. Leprosy was a, quite a common disease at that time, uh, the time of Jesus. And uh, it was something that caused you as a leper with a skin disease to not be able to be a part of the community. You had to be outside of the community. You were an outsider. Um, and you would never, ever touch a leper because you would become unclean. And so this leper um, has the guts to talk to Jesus and ask for healing. He has faith. He believes that Jesus can heal him. And so he asks for healing. Now, Jesus could have just said the word, but what does he do? Um, Jesus says, I'm willing. And he said, listen, be healed. But he healed him while touching him. He reached out and touched the untouchable and said, be healed. I can't imagine what it felt like to be touched by Jesus when you haven't been touched by anyone for maybe a long time. To have someone care enough to say, be healed, but to touch you as well. And so he heals this guy and has him do some offerings. The purpose of all that is just so that the man can re-enter society and prove that he's cleansed and 
he really, this guy got his life back. And then Jesus goes uh, to a house. His popularity is at an all-time high. And he's starting to attract Pharisees and teachers of religious law. Now, the Pharisees are a group of people who were like a pressure group. They weren't necessarily an organized group, but they were a group of people very devout, very interested in following God's word, um, very religious, and uh, wanted to make sure people were towing the line so that God would come rescue them. Uh, and so you've got these religious folk, these kind of religious bigwigs, um, hanging around Jesus, listening to everything he says and making sure he's on the up and up. And a lot of these religious people are crammed in the house with other people listening to Jesus, sharing and teaching and doing what he does. Well, some men uh, came with a friend who was paralyzed and they can't get into the house. And I find it interesting that the man who desperately needs Jesus, the man who's paralyzed, can't get in to see Jesus because the religious people are taking up all the seats. <laughs> That's just interesting. And so they can't get in, so they bring him through the roof to Jesus. Now, Jesus, in the midst of all of this, what do we learn? We learn that Jesus has authority. He has the authority to forgive sins. He has the authority to physically heal. So he can physically and spiritually bring healing. It's found in him. And it's found because of faith, because we put our faith, our trust, our hope in him and his faithfulness that he can do it. And what I love about this is these friends bring their buddy to Jesus. He needs spiritual healing. He needs forgiveness. He needs physical healing. He's paralyzed. But there's no room. They go to great lengths to bring their friend to Jesus. They believe that Jesus can change their friend's life. Just like the leper who went and said, I know you can help me. These guys know that Jesus can help their friend. And so as I've just been reading this, I've just been challenged. I've been challenged to wonder, am I, first of all, just taking up a seat? Am I just sitting, listening to Jesus, exploring what he says? Or am I recognizing that not only I need Jesus, but my friends, my family, people in my neighborhood need Jesus? They need his physical and spiritual healing. I need those things. And they need it too. And so for me, the challenge is to get out of the chair and to bring a friend, to bring a family member, to bring a loved one, to bring a coworker, to bring a neighbor, and to bring them to Jesus and say, Jesus, would you heal my friend? Would you help my friend experience forgiveness? Would you help my friend, my neighbor, experience new life with you? Would you help my friend, my neighbor, be provided for, be physically healed? Now, I think that can begin when we first and foremost, believe that Jesus has the authority and the power to heal, not only physically, but spiritually and change someone's life. But I think it begins when we begin to pray. And so one way we can begin to bring our friend to Jesus is just to pray and to continually daily bring that friend to Jesus, saying, Jesus, would you heal this person? Jesus, would you, would you touch this person's life? Jesus, would you do something in their life? And then to do your part, to open up the roof, to invite them along into your life, to show them your life, to pray for them, to tell them the good news of Jesus. But I think the key here is, you know, who needs you to bring them to Jesus? Who do you need to bring along to him? Because he is the one with the authority to forgive sins, to bring new life, to cleanse, to forgive, and physically bring healing. So what is God saying to you today? Who might he want you to bring along 
to him. And what are you going to do about it? Let's pray. Jesus, we thank you for your compassion that reaches out and touches the untouchable, that has time for people that no one else had time for, that welcomed and accepted people that everyone else put outside the camp. God, we thank you for your compassion. We thank you, Jesus, also for, God, for the way that you were eager to bring new life. And that you have the authority, you have the power to forgive, you have the authority to heal. And so, God, would you show us people in our own lives that need that healing, that need that forgiveness, that need that life change, that need that physical healing, that provision? God, give us a burden for them, a burden that would carry them to you regularly in prayer. To carry them to you through sharing you and the good news of you to talk about you, to, to live out your life. And so, God, I pray that you would help us to bring our friends, our family, our coworkers to you regularly, that you might change their lives and renew them and, and give them new life. And then for us, each of us, some of us need healing and forgiveness. God, would you take our faith that says we know you can change us, and would you do a great work in us today? In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for hanging out with us, and uh, we'll see you next time.